Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He's Joe Ryan Engel, our AA Best Bail Bonds. Big game coverage live in Los Angeles. We're in L.A. We're, we're going to get some stars. Absolutely. Wow. You guys doing all right? I, I want to introduce you as David Rossi. I'm sorry. Years. <laughs> <laughs> that's a you know that's a good run. No question. Well, I, I, are you guys bringing that back? Did I read somewhere that that might come back? You know, I'm reading it everywhere, but you know nobody's handed me a check yet, so, so uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of talk about it, but I'm I'm we're, I'm hopeful. I I, w- I wouldn't mind jumping back into it some more, so we'll see. But as of right now, it's uh, it's still still talking in talking stages. Joe Montagna with us, along with Ronnie Marmo from General Hospital fame. You guys are making the rounds on Radio Row, working on a lot of projects. And you know, Joe, you're always doing something. It's like a turnaround. Yeah, you never want to stop working, do you? No, no. I mean, what am I, I going to do? There's, there's, you know, I don't play golf well enough to just do that. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm I'm happy to be here. Especially we're talking about the project we've done together for the last five years. We've had this play. I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce that Ronnie wrote and stars in, and I directed and. And uh, we're just continuing with that. That's been a been a really a, a highlight for the last five years. Tell us about the play. Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, well, you know, so it's it's about Lenny Bruce, the great Lenny Bruce. For those who don't know who Lenny was, he died in 66 uh, of an overdose. He was 40. But he was a comedian, and he was much more than that. But he was the first comic to get on stage and not have a set routine. He challenged the norm, society, all all the things we're struggling with today. He was having that fight 60 years ago, so it's a little baffling, actually. Why did you guys want to do this? What What was the passion to do this project? You know, I, I, I fell in love with Lenny about 17 years ago. I did someone else's play. It was a one-man show. And it was a good script, and I had a great experience. I'm a little young for Lenny, so I, you know, I knew George Carlin and Pryor and these guys. But when I, when I did the play, I was like, wow, I have a lot in common with this guy, and I appreciate what he did. So I wanted, to, I wanted to add more to that script, and the writer was like, no, thank you. It's written. I was like, okay. So I want to tell warts and all Lenny Bruce, you know. So I went off, and I wrote my own. And once I had it to a place, I thought, well, okay. I think it's pretty good. Let me bring it to Joe. So I brought it to Joe and see if he would help me shape the rest of it and direct it, you know. So that's why I just, I thought it was really important because obviously the, the, the time we're in right now is crazy. Right. Cancel culture, yeah. free speech. It's under, it's always under attack. But now it feels like it's on another level. What's the behind this curtain like when you talk about you have an idea you take it to joe if joe would have said you know this is crap i don't want anything to do with it is it just dead no we would have had a you just go to the next guy (laughs) no you know what there was actually another guy uh who uh, who had read it really wanted to do it but i uh but i didn't want him to do it i wanted joe because i understood that joe uh 
just I, I just thought he'd have a gentle hand with it and, and understand what I needed to do with it. But no, I mean that's not how it works. If Joe, in fact, Joe and I had spoken about it prior, like a year or two prior. But you know, we're all busy and everybody's doing things. So no, you just kind of. You know, if Joe would have said no, I would have said, all right, let's let's go have a bite hey. to eat, and I'll go call somebody else. What do you want from me? <laughs> well, you weren't going to say no. Was this something that you really liked, Joe, right away when you saw this? You know, one of my sayings in life, in the business, is if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. So, in other words, when I, so I knew Ronnie. I worked with him a bit on a few other little things prior to that. So when he came to me with this idea, I said, well, let me see what you got. And then when I saw mm-hmm. him basically give a performance of what he had kind of written, Yet it wasn't yet structured into the play ultimate play form that it was going to be. I knew it was there. I, I felt the writing was there and his performance was there. So I says, absolutely. I think it's there if you and if you're open to some ideas and how oh, I'd like to change it and stage it, maybe move some stuff around, then maybe we can do something here. And I think we worked very well together and came up with this thing. And you, you know, I, I, nothing else. I've been in this business long enough to at least feel. You know, you, you have to trust yourself sometimes. You have to say to yourself, you know what? I think this really has merit. And then you just go for it. And he's done now over 350 performances. We've been doing it for five years. So I guess, you know, maybe we weren't kidding ourselves. Yeah, it's working, Joe Montaigne. Joining us here on the Blitz along with Ronnie Marmo. Uh, Joe, i got to ask about Criminal Minds. Is, yeah. is that is that – you've done so many different things. Is that the one that most people recognize you? Probably – more so now, but you never know. It depends where I'm at. I mean, I've just, I, I signed as many pictures of, of, of David Rossi of Criminal Minds as, as I do Fat Tony on The Simpsons. Because yeah. I've done that <laughs> twice as long. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done Criminal Minds for 13 years. I'm still doing The Simpsons, and I'm in year 32 now. <laughs> so it really depends. Or it could be it could be the people who want Godfather series. Yeah. So say, yeah. Hey, Joey Zaza. Or, you know, or it could be, hey, man, I saw you in Dean Martin. Or if it's some guy who's smoking a doobie, he'll be saying, man, Airheads, I love that movie. <laughs> uh, so you just don't. You know, what, what, what's what's the one you did? You go, God, I hope nobody ever asked me about this one. Uh, what? Well, uh, that's including you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really don't have a list like that. Like, Good. because I gotta say, uh, you, uh, every when I when I get off uh, when I'm asked that, I often say to myself, you know what? If I stop and think about it, I, I have to always often remember, at the time I agreed to do it, it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> so I don't want to discount my you know, my impetus at that time. I, I've got to be 100%. I love Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Lo- love it. In the last couple of years, especially the replays that, that are on all the time, right. I, I had to stop watching. My daughter went to college. And so many of the episodes were about some college girl that came up missing. Or it, it, it was like every time you know yeah. I'd watch one, I'd call I Erica and just say, "You doing all right? Why, Dad?" Uh, you know, it was. It. But they're our biggest fan base. I swear to God, because it, it became we we became viral on TikTok for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah, with the pandemic and all this, so it's like this year alone, I must have gotten I'd say 150 invitations to to high school and college girls graduations. Mm-hmm. And, and and if I've got that, that Matthew Goober must have got a million. <laughs> uh, you know, and Shamar got an, another million. So, I mean, I, and I think what it is is I think these young girls, they, they embrace it because they want to learn something from it. In other words, you know, if there's guys like that that thinks, thinks like this out there. I want to know about it. So I think it's because they're smart. Well, it's true. You know? I, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. And that's one of her the the shows that they binge everywhere. I know that they you know, do or, that and I'm like, why why are you watching that? That's uh, you know, it's, but it's somewhat educational. It is, I, you know, as weird as it sounds, <laughs> it's somewhat educational. You know, it's you know, great. when you guys look at a script, 
for a movie or a TV series? What what, what are you looking for? I mean, is this something you read and you know right away, or is it something you got to think about, or you know you don't like it right away? Well, for me, it's it's when I read something, if I immediately have an instinct about it, if I, I d- identify with it somehow, unless there's a lot of money, then I find a way to identify <laughs> it. I, right? You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's that yeah. version. We I have just, a saying, you, you, do, you either do it for the bucks or you do it for the yucks. You know? Yeah, that's right. So, so it depends. You know, my standards change based yeah. on the, the I check. You. I understand. And I remember when I got the script for Searching for, for Bobby Fisher. I remember when I read the script, I thought to myself, boy, I really think this is terrific. I mean, I really thought it was one of the best things I'd ever read. And then I, w- I had just finished the movie Bugsy at the time, and I was going to a party for the movie, and Ben Kingsley was also in that movie. And Ben had been offered, I'd heard, been offered this part in this Bobby Fisher film. So I said, I see him at the party, I go, Ben, Ben. I said, did you read that script, Searching for Bobby Fisher? Because I heard they were offering you a part too. And he goes, oh, yes, Joe, I think it's one of the finest scripts I've read in my career. I said, I'm in. I, said, I figured I wasn't kidding myself. If Ben Kingsley, you know, Gandhi thinks it's, 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 a good, it's good, then I'm not, you know what I mean? So sometimes you need that little reinforcement. Totally. But, I, uh, but I, you know, I've got the series out now called As We See It on, on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's same thing. When I read the pilot script, I thought, this is brilliant. It's about these young people on the autism spectrum. It was really about something. It was funny. It was shocking. It was all those things. And so sometimes you just have to trust your gut, and, and you go with it, you know. Yeah. And having done it for 50 years, I would like to think I at least have some experience at that. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. just, a, just a little. What other projects are you working on? Well, just that right now. I mean, we've, I've got, I just finished a, a couple episodes of Barry, this show with uh, Bill Hader and, and uh, Winkler, Henry Winkler. So uh, playing myself, I get to play Joe Montaigne. Oh, nice! <laughs> so that was kind of fun. And then we'll see. You know, Were you good at it? Uh, I'm hopefully. <laughs> if, if, if not, that's it. They only get that shot. You know. Uh, and then maybe we'll see if Criminal Minds comes back fine. But whatever. I, I uh, that's part of the excitement of our business. You don't know what the next phone call could t- take you to. With, with the potential of Criminal Minds coming back, you know, uh, uh, Thomas Gibson lives in San Antonio. Is, would he be a part of that mix? Well, you never know. Could be. I mean, I. I, I I would I would have no problem with that. I like Thomas very much. We got along very well. So we you know, you know we never know. As long as Mandy Patinkin isn't part of it, since I replaced him, <laughs> and also since we killed his character in none of the episodes, I think that might be a little tricky. But uh, but no, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, we'll but see. all you guys at the BAU know how to make people disappear without a trace. So yeah. he could have come back. I mean, there's creative writing there. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, see now, you, now your wheels are, are, are spinning. Yeah. Super Bowl this weekend. I, I, you're both LA types, right? Um, are, are you? Are you well, going what do for you the mean by LA types? Well, well nobody, <laughs> nobody's from here, but yeah. you've lived here a while now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we uh, what is it like a decade? You're a native or something? Like uh, after some. I'm here 22 years, and I, I look. I'm a Steeler fan, so I have a problem with the Bengals. They've been cute for thir- three decades. They haven't. They've been a non-issue, no threat uh-huh. in my division. But suddenly, I'm like, oh man, they're pretty good. And uh, I think I'm going to root for the Rams. But I could see the Rams playing tight, and I could see the Bengals just coming in with house money, just just blowing them out. Rams have a hard time in the second half. Yeah, they seem to. It's been like a trend. It'll be interesting. I, I'm rooting for the Rams, but I, I would not be surprised yeah. if the Bengals somehow I'm, run away with it. I'm rooting for the Rams. I mean, I, I'm a Bears fan. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so all the all the Chicago teams. But you know, you, you can go crazy rooting for Chicago teams because you have to sometimes wait 50, 100 years for a team to win again. You know, 
but uh, I like to, I, I, I lived here a long time now, and I like this this Cooper Cup especially. He's the kind of player that I thought if I was ten years old again, he'd, he'd be, be the guy. I'd wear his jersey. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So, but but I like this quarterback for the. Bengals as well. Yeah, Joe so Burrow. we'll see. As long as it's a good game, I think. Yeah, I think that's what everybody's be good for football. So, so all the the stuff in Criminal Minds with the uh, the White Sox, all that's that that was just real. You had that put into the show. It's the Cubs. Wasn't the Cubs. It? Cubs. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. oh yeah. Cubs. yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have had a little influence on yeah, that. A little bit. Yeah, I think I had a little bit of influence on that. What's funny is my character David Rossi was supposed to be from New York. But I said, but look, no, 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 no. We got to make him. And we worked it out that I, that I was in Vietnam with the guy who was a Cubs fan, and you know he didn't quite make it out of Vietnam. So out of respect for him, I became a Cubs fan. Oh, that's cool. And I figured it, there could be worse reasons than that. Okay, Joe, I got to tell you, yeah. we're sitting next to each other. We're friendly. I'm a big St. Louis Cardinal fan. Well, God bless so are we you. are we going to be all right? <laughs> you know what? I I got to say this: I have tremendous respect for the Cardinals. I mean, I know they're supposed to be the enemy and right, all that, right. and but you know what? It's a great baseball town, yeah. and you've always and they, and you and we gave you Lou Brock. I mean, please. <laughs> I mean, come on. We gave you Harry Carey. Yeah, that's true. Is that a good thing? Wait a minute. No, that was great. Uh, no, I, I I have great respect for St. Louis that way. No, and, and uh, so being from Chicago, that's a good rivalry, though. Yeah, well, help me out here because t- I, I tell everybody it is the best rivalry. Forget about Boston, New York. Uh, it's Cardinals, me. Cubs. I'm all right, Cardinals, Cubs is great. Excuse no, me. I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're gonna have an argument there. He's Who wants Yankee. to watch the pitcher? <laughs> here? I don't want to watch a friggin' pitcher. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I wish you would have Bob Gibson there, uh, during those years. I mean, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you have some great teams, and I wish you would have kept Lou Brock. I mean, Ernie Brolio didn't co- do the job for us. But uh, but no, it's a great. It's okay. Like yeah, my dad was from St. Louis, so I was told at a young age, "You want to live here? I get it. You're a Cardinal fan. I get it. Well, I, I conceived to play Bleacher Bums, which is all about the uh, you know cu- the fans and the game that that's played is the Cubs Cardinals because I thought it has to be the Cubs Cardinals. Yeah. That's, the, that's that's the matchup. Appreciate so. it. Good stuff, guys. Oh, man. Thank Great you. Stuff. Joe, Thank you. Ronnie, appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Thanks for having so us. Thanks so much. I really appreciate okay. it. Thank you guys say, very much. Go Astros real quick on, on our way out. <laughs> on the big sheet. As, as big we sheet. continue here with our uh, big game coverage brought to you by AA Best Bail Bond.